Hey guys, it's Brooklyn, and welcome back to Content Dissect. Today, I will be discussing the recent controversy around the YouTuber, David Dobrik, and, you know, how this all came to be, and, you know, exactly how this series of events led to this. So, trigger warning for sexual assault, abuse, and you know, anything of that nature that can make people uncomfortable. If that, um, you know, will trigger you in any way, please do not listen to this podcast any longer. According to Wikipedia, David Dobrik started YouTube in 2015. He also made videos on the popular short video app Vine. In 2014, he moved to Los Angeles, and this really skyrocketed his career, according to CelebAnswers.com. His short, funny vlogs were easily bingeable, and people began to love his friend group. They later began to call themselves the Vlog Squad. This collective includes many people, but a few of these people are Jason Nash, Scott Sire, Dirty Dom, Jeff Wittick, Natalie Noel, Todd Smith, Heath Huzzer, Zane Hihaji, Corinna Kampf, and David Dobrik, of course, and more. Each person is said to be an exaggerated character of themselves. This story focuses a lot on the person slash character, Dirty Dom. Now, Dirty is not, you know, obviously his real name. Um, it's a nickname for his, um, you know, name. It's He is um, not originally American, so his name is a little hard to read. I will try my absolute best, but, you know, I'm just going to say right now, I already don't even have re- very much respect for his name, or I don't really have respect for this man, so I don't really care to you know, apologize, but, so his full name is Damanyakas Zaglitis, I believe. So, Dom is known to be pushy with women, and it became a running joke in the videos. He also was known to, um, have sexual relations with young women. It became a running joke in the videos, and these constant jokes happened to desensitize David's audience to the severity of Dom's gross actions. TikTok users by the username, or a couple of TikTok users, their usernames being Woe Anelli and Not Kaya Marie, claimed that Dom has done, you know, inappropriate, non-consensual things to them, and many other women have as well. In an interview article with Dom from October 2020 by Business Insider, Dom claims that he is uncancelable. Meaning, you know, no matter what he does, he can't be cancelled. Which is a social media type of term that explains when large amounts of people decide to boycott certain online influencers. So, um, that just really shows, at that time, how Dom thought of himself. In the article, a woman featured on YouTube star David Dobrik's channel says that she was raped by a Vlog Squad member in 2018, the night they filmed a video about group sex, by Kat Ten Barge. It really exposes something terrible that happened. So, this all starts with a vlog that David had posted. It involved, you know, him and his friends just hanging out, and then, well, a couple of girls came over, and some bad things happened.
In the vlog that the main controversy surrounds, Dom had posted on social media asking for girls who would want to have group sex with him. A friend group of girls said they would love to come hang out, but they did not consent to any sexual actions. Also, just keep in mind, these girls are below the low they are below the legal drinking age at this time. Most of the other men there are, you know, because it's all guys that are there right now. They are all of or above drinking age. So, you know, just keep that in mind. Because someone did supply the girls with alcohol and it is unknown who for sure did this. And the alcohol plays a bit of a role in the story. The main girl that this article surrounds around is the is a girl that goes by the name of Hannah because she does not want to reveal her real or excuse me. The name Hannah is not her real name. She does not want to reveal her real identity or, you know, her real full name because she doesn't want to hurt herself for future job opportunities. Dom allegedly had taken Hannah into another room when she had gotten there and asked her to do sexual things with him, and he would not let her leave, but, you know, after he wouldn't stop harassing her, he even blocked a door from the room him and Hannah were in together. She decided, you know, because he kept asking, like, you know, oh, I at least need a kiss. You need to kiss, kiss me. She did give him a kiss just to get away from him. After that, she began to get extremely drunk to the point where she could not even hold herself up. Dom continued to pursue sexual relations with her and her friend that was with them. In the vlog, you can see Jeff and Todd peeking into a room where the alleged sexual assault happened. They were making jokes and, you know, making light of the situation. Um, it just was extremely inappropriate, especially looking back on now. The jokes were just all in bad taste. <sighs> Supposedly... The other vlog squad members did not know these sexual actions were non-consensual, but regardless, they had no business peeking in on them having sex, even if it was a joke. You know, they said they, oh, we gotta get a head count. No, you don't. That is none of your business what, you know, is going on between these people. At least, you know, let them, let them have their privacy. After this whole thing happened, Hannah could not even dress herself because she was so out of her mind drunk. So her friends had to help dress her, and they walked her out of the house at the end of the night. Hannah did originally consent to J David putting the event in the vlog, but after seeing the vlog online when she was sober and, you know, she became ashamed, and she slowly started to realize that she had been raped, and it was captured in a funny little YouTube vlog. She sent this text to Dom. I'm just letting you know it's a long one, so get ready. She says, Hey Dom, if you remember me, my name is Blink, and we met through my friend Blink when you needed some girls for, for your video. On the night of November 25th, my friends and I came to your house to shoot. Upon arriving, I hadn't intended to do anything sexual with you or any of Vlog Squad, and my intent was further reaffirmed when I heard the sexist and demeaning language of your team. Within minutes of me being in your house, you pulled me aside into a separate room and tried to initiate sexual behavior with me one-on-one, -on -one, to which I immediately physically and verbally rejected. To my rejection, you tried to make me feel guilty and persuade me to hook up with you, saying, come on, baby, and blocking me from leaving the room. 
You made me feel very nervous and uncomfortable, especially because I was away from anyone I knew. And because you were an actual stranger, I had never watched a video of yours or anyone in the vlog squad. After a few minutes of back and forth between us, I agreed to kiss you so that I could leave the room and return to my friends. You let me leave and I joined my friends in the main living room. Our one-on-one -on -one interaction reaffirmed my initial feelings that I did not want to participate in sexual contact with any of the men in that room. As the night continued, we chatted and I was open to getting to know you as a person. The last thing I remember is being extremely drunk on your balcony. Apparently, you and your team bought more hard liquor, sorry, bought more hard alcohol that I drank. And you, me, and my friend, blank, had a threesome, which I had no memory of whatsoever. To my understanding, at some point during the threesome, I was too drunk and laid on my bed and slept, or laid on the bed and slept. From what I've been told, my friends had to come into the room and put on my clothes, my underwear, bra, pants, shirt, shoes, and I couldn't leave, sorry, and I couldn't walk leaving your house. Before I left your house, I threw up several times in the bathroom, as well as in my own bathroom when I got home. According to one of my friends, I was passed out in your bathroom until she pulled a trick for me. When I got back to my dorm, my friend helped me throw up again and said I had no memory of what had just occurred. When I woke up in the morning, I had no idea I participated in any kind of sexual action the night prior, until two hours later when the same friend mentioned the threesome to me, under the impression that at this point I remembered. I was so drunk when I sent you a text saying you could put any clips in the video that wouldn't be harmful to me for an employer's point of view. At this point in time, I don't feel the same. The video disturbs and upsets me. I do not feel like it is an accurate portrayal of me, and it is not something I feel comfortable with being on the internet anymore. It's incredibly disturbing to me to have a video online that documents an entire night that I have no recollection of, and everyone around me view that as a reflection of my character, especially considering the mature content. Looking back at my looking back on the experience, I feel taken advantage of as your friends may have recognized as the situation unfolded considering according to my friend's memory that according to my friend's memory that people were joking about what is and isn't consensual and the joke about them going to jail at the end of the vlog these jokes and you know that bit that perhaps it was weighing sorry i'm going to read read that part again these jokes in that bit show that perhaps it was weighing on their conscience once they saw how incoherent and drunk I was. After Trisha released her video, I realized that my experience and gut feeling of discomfort and being with you in that room was not an isolated experience to me. I'm reaching out now because it has taken me a while to process what had happened. I need for the video to be taken down for my own healing and peace of mind. And then the other text is from Dom and it says, okay, I respect your wishes. The video was down. And, you know, these texts happened in 2019, I believe. So, you know, it had been, 
you know, a little while after the vlog had been posted and she finally decided, you know, I can't deal with this being online anymore. I can't, you know, I don't accept this being online. And, you know, she finally was able to contact Dom and all Dom had to say was, you know, that he's, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I will, the video is taken down. You know, I think Dom should have apologized for his actions and, you know, everything like that. But it really shows the kind of uh, slime ball of a person that he is. So to be able to completely understand her text, you're going to need a little bit more context. So Trisha Paytas, which is the girl Trisha she was talking about, was the girlfriend at the time of Jason Nash. Jason Nash and Trisha were at Dom's house just about when the girls were showing up and when they had first gotten there. A little while after that, Trisha started to feel very uncomfortable about what was happening. You know, allegedly it is said that Trisha found out that they were going to bring alcohol and keep in mind these girls are underage, you know, to drink. So Trisha said, you know what, Jason, we, we need to leave. I don't feel comfortable being here. I don't want to be a part of this. And then Trisha, um, on Twitter, she started to accuse Jeff of, you know, buying the alcohol. So, it is highly debated who supplied the alcohol to the underage girls. In the article that, you know, Kat wrote and that really exposed the whole terrible night, the girls who were there that night remember Jeff and Todd leaving and then coming back with a dark colored liquor. On Twitter, you know, after Trisha accused him, he denied it. And then Todd, who, you know, after remaining silent for weeks, he finally made a statement about his involvement. Um, he apologizes to the victim, you know, online. He, he, this is on Twitter, by the way. Todd decides to, you know, apologize to the victim and her friends while maintaining that he did not buy the alcohol. You know, he, he's, con he's constantly saying, you know, I did, I didn't buy it. And... I, I got this little bit of information from sentinelbeauty.com. So, yeah, they, they don't know who bought the alcohol. And it, it's really annoying, you know, because with both of the guys denying it, that's taking away credibility from the victims and the girls that were there last night and basically saying that they're lying. And I, I believe that one of them had to have gotten it, you know? I believe that one of them had to have somehow you know, brought back alcohol and got everyone drunk. So now I'm going to talk about like the negative effects of the alcohol. It did play a huge role in this, so it's important to acknowledge it. I mean, it caused Hannah to become so impaired that she was not able to even dress herself, let alone consent to anything. Also, she was not of drinking age. She should have never been able to get alcohol. Alright, so I'm not going to have enough time to completely go into every single Vlog Squad member's response to this whole event coming up again and the current controversy, but, um, so I'm just going to talk about David's and Dom's. So, David, after, you know, this controversy started to really blow up, you know, he's known for never even acknowledging any sort of controversy. Their whole group, their way of dealing with controversy is that they don't even acknowledge it but um david made a video in like march on march 16th he made a video called let's talk and you know he posted this on his podcast channel not his main channel where he has 
you know, millions of subscribers, he posted on the podcast channel that has less, like, a lot less subscribers. You know, so that that's kind of shady. I'll just say that. So, yeah, I'll get back on track. So, the video was called Let's Talk. And, you know, he posted on this podcast channel. He starts off by saying that he was, that he has made over 600 videos and lots of other content. It comes off as a little bit braggy. He says he loves being able to make people happy for a living. I think this is so inappropriate. His first thing he should be saying is an apology to the victims. His cons- or he says consent is important to him, and he says he understands people can change their minds after consenting to him uploading a video of them. You know, he says that he respects people even if they change their mind later. He says he distanced himself from Dom and other people that he does not want to film with anymore. He's making me annoyed that he just keeps talking about himself. David should be talking directly about the victims. Like, it's also annoying that he's just, like, talking around the subject, you know? If you, like, watch the video, you can notice him not... He never directly talks about victims, or he never even directly talks about Hannah and, you know, the assault. So that's really annoying to me. So, you know, he keeps talking around the subject, and, um... He also turned off the comments and the like-to-dislike ratio, so you can't see anyone else's opinion and you can't see who liked or disliked it, which I think is ironic because he called the video Let's Talk and isn't letting anyone else talk except himself. This video was 2 minutes and 32 seconds, shorter than most of his vlogs. This video came out March 16th, 2021. On March 23rd, 2021, he put out another video with the title 322. 21. This video has 12 million views and has 751,000 likes and 149,000 dislikes. Less than a minute into the video, he says he has never done this correctly or respectfully, and that his last video is a testament to that. He directly addresses the author of the ex- expose article and says that he does not want to discredit her. He also says he 100% believes Hannah. He says even though he got consent to post the video, he should have never posted it. His voice was shaky and his eyes are shiny with tears in the video. He says, you know, it is effed up that Hannah felt like she had to send that text and that he is sorry for that. He apologizes to her and her friends for putting them into an environment where their safety was compromised. In the original vlog, after the alleged sexual exchange, Dom says thank you to David after. So, this means David must have had a part in setting it all up. So, I feel like him saying sorry for enabling this to happen may, you know, somewhat be him feeling guilty for setting it up, allegedly. He says he can see that he was creating an unfair power dynamic, and he says he did not know what was going on in the room, and that he should have been, you know, knowing and been making sure that everyone involved was taken care of and not uncomfortable. He acknowledges some women that spoke out against Dom in 2018 by the name Allie. You know, she's one girl that spoke out against him that had a horrible experience with him. And, you know, back in 2018, she had a lot of hate for that. And there were other girls that uh, David says. And, you know, some of them addressed them privately or publicly. 
But regardless, you know, he is sorry that he did not listen to them immediately when, you know, they came to him and told him about Dom and that, you know, he, he's really sorry that he only believed Dom. He apologizes for making a whole joke out of Dom's actions. You know, he says he stopped filming with Dom in 2019, but says he had never reached out to any of these women until now and that he feels awful for that. He says he does not agree that cancel culture is all BS, like a lot of the management that around him has been saying. You know, he says everyone around him is saying, oh no, you're fine, Can- this cancel culture, it's it's just ruining you, you know, it's unfair. But he says, actually, it gives you a chance to correct yourself and learn and improve and make sure that those mistakes never happen again. And that is why it is so important to hold yourself accountable. He apologizes to his family and friends and everyone who has been affected by this. He says he will be taking a break from social media because he wants to create a better environment for the people in his videos, including like an HR team and stuff. He says it is important to show that change is possible. He says how he still has a lot of learning to do and that he will be talking to a lot of people about this whole situation. He says he hopes that another creator can take this situation and understand how to see where the jokes end and the feeling begins. David currently holds a subscriber count of 18.5 million and has not posted anything since that video. Dom made a video on March 9th called Addressing the Drama. And, you know, I, I don't, I don't like Dom. I'm sorry, I just don't like him. On March 9th, uh, let me check one second just to be sure. Okay, so yes, on March 9th, Dom made a video called Addressing the Drama. What really stands out to me about this is that, you know, he calls him victimizing a woman with his own sexual actions drama. That is not drama. That is a crime, and he should be in prison. He does not deserve to be walking around and, you know, living his daily life and everything, but... So, the article did actually did not come out until March 16th. So, like, you know, a little while after Dom put his video out. And I'm just going to say, you know, Dom's video, it it's full of excuses. He doesn't give any, you know, valuable information. He says, oh, yeah, we were just, you know, thought we were having fun, but and we didn't realize everything that we were doing. And, you know, that works for, like, Maybe you hurt your friend's feeling during a prank or something. Like, a prank about, like, I don't know, <laughs> making him trip or something. Something silly like that. Like, untying your buddy's shoe and making him fall. Oh, man, I didn't even realize, you know, that was such a bad thing to do. It works for that. But, like, sexual assault is, you know, you can't excuse it with that. You can't excuse it with, oh, I was, you know, I was with my buddies. We were young. We were... No. No. You can't say that. He's had numerous, you know, issues with women. And he obviously hasn't learned how to change his actions. Because there's just been more and more women coming out talking about, you know, the things he's done to them. And this this one's obvious. I mean, it's caught on camera. And there's, like, receipts in the article, like, of everything that happened. It did happen. And I just, he, Dom hasn't made any response. 
not since the article happened. You know, he hasn't he hasn't even really posted, I don't think. So I think it's extremely cowardly of him to be going dark and not even saying anything. Maybe it's because his lawyers don't want him to or anything, but I I don't respect this man. I think he should be in jail for a long time. Alright, um, I'm sorry about how long this was, but I just really, you know, had to say everything that happened, and I hope things can change and that the victims can, you know, get compensation for what they went through, and, um, yeah. So, you know, that was Content Dissect, episode one. And I really appreciate you listening. You know, um, there are lots of organizations that can help with sexual assault. A great one is Rain that you can donate to, and um, it's you know it's not a good thing at all that happened. But you know, thank you for listening and learning and 